Welcome back, everybody, to Found in Prague. We're really excited to have you here listening with us. And we are actually continuing off of our last few podcasts, The Search. We were talking about finding our identity, finding our identity in Christ, finding our identity as humans. And this really got us thinking about this idea of finding purpose as well. The more that we talked about our broad identity, um, when we place it in Christ, we gain all of these um, new things like freedom from sin and that we're redeemed, that we're loved. But there's also a whole nother element of finding purpose. And we're also really excited today because we have a guest speaker with us. We have a, a good friend of ours, Anne. She is from Germany. So welcome, Anne. Thank you for having me. Yes, we're super excited to have you here. And yeah, we're just going to jump in today talking about finding purpose and what does that actually look like. I think to many of us, especially since, as you guys know, we're almost all from a different nation. And so the idea of purpose is probably a little bit different to each one of us. And I'm really looking forward today to discussing some of the things and some of the factors that might play into finding purpose. One of the things that I was thinking about when we were first talking about doing this podcast is um, a few ideas of how, how do you find purpose? And some of them is like, what are your dreams? What are your passions? What frustrates you as a person? I think sometimes we don't take into consideration a lot of things that are hard for us to handle or deal with, but they might actually even play into a big part of our purpose. Our strengths and our calling. What has maybe God called you to as a person? So I'm really curious what some of your guys' thoughts are on purpose. And I'm actually going to jump. I'm just curious, Sean. Last last podcast, I know that we um, you are doing a lot of thinking about identity. And I'm just curious if you have even some lasting comments from that or even have some thoughts on finding purpose one of the things that i think that is interesting about finding identity and purpose in life is the fact that those things are shaped by your background quite a bit shaped by your family shaped by the country you lived in shaped by the nation you're from or ethnicity if you are uh, for example uh in a foreign country where no one looks like you, what is your purpose? If you're in a workspace where no one like you have ever entered that workspace, what is your purpose? What is your identity? And in those cases, you don't want to identify yourself as different or do things that are different, but you just do. That's who you are. And you get criticized by it and you you mold yourself trying to fit into that shape and like expectation of people. I think there is some, I'm not saying that's bad. I think there's um, certain expectation of change that we all expect when it comes to identity and purpose. It It continuously changes throughout your life. And I think that um, realizing and purposely, purposefully acknowledging the outside factors, I think is a very important thing to dig into and understand and write down. 
Oh, and understanding my background, understanding my history, my scars, my families allows you to become free from it. Allows you to be able to control those narratives in a certain aspects. That's why I think history is so important. So, for me, I've seen a lot of the families that went to Korea as a missionary from America. There were Mormons.、Um, There were Canadian, actually, a lot of them, and a lot of them British, and a lot of the children found purpose in coming back to Korea once again, because their parents died in Korea, being persecuted, being for being a missionary, and I think in a way, we ourselves must be able to see that, acknowledge it, and be okay with it, and a lot of the times, and do. The work that needs to be done, but be also be able to move all move on and do something that is more than your vessel or your background. Do any of you guys have thoughts about that, Anne? Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think definitely. Um, getting into like an experience that you haven't experienced. Before, like what you said in the beginning, if you're going into another country or into a new workspace, into situations that you're not usually in, and where everyone is different than you, it definitely shapes your personality and can give you purpose as well. To everyone who doesn't know me, I have traveled quite a lot. I lived in the U.S. for a year. I've been to New Zealand, studied in the Netherlands, and now I'm in Prague.、Um, God's ways are. All over the world, and、uh, I can really say that throughout this traveling, I have found a purpose and have found my personality, which I wouldn't have found if I had stayed in Germany. And、um, it connects to my history, to who I am, and now it shapes who I want to become in God and in the world. And it also tells me my purpose. So I definitely agree on. What you said. I think that's an interesting thought. Just thinking about all the different backgrounds and forms of think. I think thinking on your your past is a really interesting way of thinking about your purpose. So I had a, a teacher one time kind of go through a whole process with. My class, and he did all these really crazy analogies. Like when you were a child, what was the the main toy that you gravitated towards, or what did you imagine? What did you play? What what were you like as a child? And for me, I always loved, you know, pretending that I was roughing it in the wilderness somewhere. And building something out of clay, like I would make clay pots and design things, and I was always molding and shaping something using my imagination. I remember I made a doll from out of leaves, and I stuffed this like sewn pieces of material together with these leaves, and I was always creating and imagining something and, and making things up. And then he also would ask questions about where you were from and maybe your national identity of some national qualities that you have that were instilled into you. So I'm from America, so one of the the thoughts was, okay, maybe I'm entrepreneurial mindset. That's kind of like a national、uh, quality of of Americans. And so you kind of start formulating and putting all these different ideas together, and it really helped me realize, oh, I, I really enjoy creating and、uh, shaping things and building things, not only just with my hands, but also in people. 
And it really helped me in finding part of my purpose and thinking about all these different backgrounds and as for me, just how I operated as a young person. And I don't know what other people's experiences with that are, but that was really helpful for me. Yeah, I I think really it's very interesting how your experiences in life, whether it's, you know, international travel or um, the background that you come from, influences really the way you view the world. I, I do believe it's also quite um, a useful thing to analyze yourself in the way of your, your strengths. You know, because everyone is good at something, right? Um, everyone, I believe everyone gives something to the world in, in a way that makes them unique in that way. Uh, even if it maybe not is, maybe even if it's not so obvious, like not everyone maybe know what their strength is. But when I was looking and thinking about, yeah, what is my purpose? I was thinking really a lot about, yeah, what, what have I been given that makes me unique? And what is it that I've been given that can make a difference? Whether it's in the lives of people or in the lives or or in general, what, what kind of impact can I make? And I thought that, yes, if I've been given, for example, the gift of being very joyful or cheerful, that will help cheer up people um, or will inspire them or excite them, um, I ought to magnify that because I, I saw that this is what makes me unique in a way and also that what's able to make me make a lasting impact on people. So I kind of used that as one of the ways to um, identify also what my purpose is or how I can use what I've been given to influence the lives of people. I don't know what are your thoughts on that. I think mentioning like your strengths reminds me of this strengths finders assessment tool that we used in, in YWAM and workplaces use it all over the world. And it assesses kind of what are your, some of your top strengths and how you can be a manager working with people with these strengths, how to utilize them because maybe somebody in your workplace is constantly trying to make schedules and it's so hard for them and they think that, oh, it's because I'm really bad at making schedules, but really it's just not, maybe it's not their talent. Maybe they're more skilled in talking to customers and so maybe they should be up in the storefront and you know not making schedules and so it's a really cool assessment and I think one of the things that helped me with this is I like to always say I'm not much of a people person but my top strength is this one called relator which has to do with dealing with people but it's a lot more with individual relationships and building those individual relationships and so I think it was a really cool tool for me to see that something that I can operate out of is actually developing deeper friendships and how to relate to people on a level that is different than if you were in a group setting. And so while on our team, Miranda and I are very, very different, and Miranda might be able to walk into a room and be friends with anyone in the room. And I walk into a room and I'm like, that person, that one person there, that's who I want to be friends with. <laughs> and so like we use these different strengths to actually complement each other. And I think it's part of a really cool aspect of working with a team. And yeah, this, this strength finders thing really does help with some of the purpose that you're more naturally inclined to and that you can build upon. Mm. So That's an interesting thought. Like what is given by God to you as your purpose? Because I think there's an element of that, but also what are just some of your natural strengths and abilities that help point you towards what your purpose is in life. I think for me, yeah, just going off of what Amy said. So I have um, what's called a mission statement and lots of people or organizations or different things might create a mission statement to broadcast or say, hey, this is what I'm about as a, an organization or a person. And so I did that actually for myself a couple years ago, I think. And it's a really neat tool. Kind of how you create it is 
you start with a puzzle piece and the puzzle piece one is action words. So you start with three action words that you want to utilize, say teach, encourage, or reintroduce. And then you move on to puzzle piece number two, which is a value word, something that you would die for, something that you really, that's really important to you. And that might be, I don't know, like I have this example here, uh, biblical foundations, or maybe it's education. Maybe it's, I don't know, you could think of so many different things. That's just something really valuable to you. And then you take puzzle piece number three, which is whom are you here to help? So you find a category of people or one person or something. Maybe it's a a nation. Maybe it's a people group. Maybe it's a certain age category. But you put all of these, it's it's like your target, and you put all these three puzzle pieces together to create a statement of something that you are about. So for me, mine is to inspire young leaders to discover their purpose and empower them to live in the freedom of their identity. And so that was really a neat tool for me to be able to say, okay, this is my mission statement in life as a person. And it really helps you narrow down things that you're doing. I'm a very people-oriented person, as Amy mentioned, and I will say yes to everything if I don't watch myself. And so this really helps me just to stay focused on, actually, I'm going to stay focused on what is my purpose that I see. Henry might have something to say on that. I don't know. So I was just thinking, we talked a bit about different um, kind of purposes. And one thing that struck me is that from the things that were mentioned, they were all outwards facing as the purpose, whether it's like, you know, you said you want to teach and you want to, what was the other one? Yeah, empower uh, young leaders to discover their purpose and live in the freedom of their identity. Right. So it is to empower and, and you know, inspire and help people, right? And I think I also mentioned something like inspiring joy in people. I don't know. I think, uh, did you did you mention one as well, Amy, for you? Um, about relating to people. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that, right? So all of it seems kind of like outwards, the purpose. So I wanted to throw out a question here. Why do you guys think it's kind of important for us to have a purpose purpose which is outward facing and not just inwardly? to go out and like reach other people and reach the world so if we find our purpose in doing that and reaching other people and inspiring them empowering them talking to them bringing joy to them we're also spreading god's love to these people so i would say it's definitely helpful to answer that calling but i'm also pretty sure that there are people who have purpose that's more inwardly more introverted so that's very interesting because i was thinking to myself like is it wrong, let's say, to have a purpose like my purpose in life is to live comfortably? And and if that is my purpose, if I 
contrasted to, for example, the purpose that Miranda just mentioned. Is there something wrong with that? Or like, is there a reason why it shouldn't be? Is there a reason why it should be outward facing or is inward facing also okay? I would love to hear some of your opinions on that. I, I don't think I would call that a purpose to live comfortably. I would say that is more of a value of comfort, of money, of having a stable life. But is that a purpose? For me, purpose is more of an action and living comfortably is not that active. But I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, it's something that you're looking for to execute in your life, I would say, right? So if I'm if I have a purpose to be a missionary, I'm looking forward to go somewhere and and find people to tell gospel to and bring them to Christ, right? That's that something that I would like to call a purpose. If you want a purpose in Christianity. Yeah, being comfortable is not necessarily a purpose, but also I don't think it's something wrong to want. <laughs> but uh, not necessarily the purpose. I have another question. Can your purpose change during your life? Yes. Anyone wants to answer? I think Anne, you said yes. How come? I, I just said, well, I mean, we just talked about how your experiences can influence your identity and your purpose. And since you experience new things every day, of course, your purpose can change. I think there are things that are inclined since we were born, like Miranda said earlier, but I'm pretty sure that it can change throughout your life as well. Yeah, that's that's my another kind of question I had, um, just remembering some stories from my life. So the question was, should your purpose be laying in the area where your strength is, like necessarily? Or could it be outside of the area of strengths? Because what, what uh, Henry said, right, is that he wants to be comfortable. But I know there are some people um, that like to be uncomfortable in their life to grow. Because uh, being un uncomfortable helps you grow in your life, right? So we were talking a little bit about that it's good when your purpose lays in the area where you're, you know, really good at. I don't know, if you are a singer, you know, if, if your purpose to be a worship leader, you know, it helps. And on the other hand, could your purpose be in the area where you're not or where your strengths doesn't lie in? For example, Moses, right? It's, it's a good example uh, if you remember uh, when he was taught by God to go and speak in front of people. And his reply was, well... You know, I'm not a public speaker. Please give me somebody else to 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 speak in, instead of me. So ju just a thought, you know, to continue. Maybe somebody has some comments. You know, the interesting thing Sean said while he started was that was that you know discovering purpose or becoming uh, would lead us to actually come out. And when you look into the statement the mission statement by Christ in the Bible where he actually like looked at everybody and said he are the light of the world and the salt of the earth, meaning we are called to shine in whatsoever we're doing. But I love that question because most times what I've come to find out is that when God call you, calls you out into something, it might not necessarily be what you think you're good at. Because I, for me, I think when people always rely on their strength, they usually don't give God the opportunity to use them 
because I would cut out what the Spirit of God can empower me to do and rely on what I think I'm better at. So that way, I might not be able to reach out to the audience I was called to reach out because normally I would always say my mission statement is, you know, to give lives a meaning. To give lives a meaning. But growing up, I had discovered that my greatest weakness was people. But then if I am to give life's meaning, I must deal with people. So should I rely on my quietness or convert my purpose to be, oh, I have a lovely voice to sing, so I'll just sing in the choir and go home. Then I'm, to me, at that stage, I'll become like the guy who got the talent and was like, went to bury it. Although the music might give lives meaning in a little way, but not necessarily in the way God wants me to do it. So in that case, I might be living short, because like you mentioned now, God looked at everywhere and picked a man that couldn't speak to go speak. And that was his complaint to God, like, you know, I'm a bad speaker. Send someone else. Even though God was trying to give him a clue, I made your tongue. I make the deaf and the dumb. Just said, but God being who he is, never autocratic, was trying to give the man the opportunity to say, Lord, heal me. But he never said, and I don't know how if he went throughout his life without that aspect of his life changing, but at least he was kind of pushed into yeah, a purpose that was driven not towards his strength, but towards something else that was really different from who he was or who he is. I think that's really interesting. So I have a thought with that, which is, is there a difference between a calling on your life and purpose? I think if we look at a lot of these things or examples maybe from from the Bible from scripture a lot of these men and women God actually placed a calling on their life he called and said to his disciples I'm calling you like will you go do this these things it was very specific something very specific a calling that was for their lives and they gave up you know so much to actually fulfill that calling but I'm just curious like what do you guys think like is there a difference between calling and just a purpose something that you might discover throughout your life based off of kind of the, some of the things that we talked about, based off of your passions, your strengths, your dreams, all these different things. I'm just curious, what do you guys think? If there's a difference between like a specific calling that God has on your life and purpose, or do they go hand in hand? What pops into my head right away is that your calling becomes your purpose. Mm -hmm. Even if a purpose is not necessarily a calling, a calling will become your purpose of life. Even if it changes you, even if um, it is not your strength. I mean, what when Leslie talked, I also had the verse like, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me in my head. Because even if it's not my strength, if I have God and if I rely on him, I can do anything and it might become my purpose. So uh, I was remembering as we were, as you were just saying, uh, Miranda, when it comes to the calling, I remembered that Paul himself in the Bible says that he's called to preach to the Gentiles specifically but i believe the purpose is something more broad 
as per se. You know, like um, the purpose of of the disciples, you know, was to preach the gospel, right? But the calling, each of them had a specific group of people they were called to minister to. So I really see that also in our lives as well. You know, in your own life, you are maybe let's say if you're more um, introverted. Like uh, Amy, right? You said <laughs> you might be more effective in reaching out to the people who are more introverted because they can relate more to you in comparison to somebody who is much more extroverted. You know, they would not feel comfortable with that as well. So I do believe totally that. Totally not comfortable with <laughs> Amy, yeah, at all. <laughs> yeah, so I'm plays, just kidding. <laughs> no, 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 no it, it plays a big part in that as well. I think. I think I heard this story once and it kind of made me think a little bit more about the difference between purpose and calling. This man believed that his purpose was to reach like wealthy like businessmen, like he, he should be sharing the gospel with these people. And he was in the business field at that time, but in his mind, oh, in order to preach the gospel, I need to be in front of a congregation, I need to be a pastor. So he changed his vocation, his career to become a pastor. And maybe he did great things as a pastor, but what if he was actually supposed to stay in the business field? And maybe that calling of if he was a really good businessman, he could have reached a certain category of people that a pastor wouldn't because those people may never enter his church. So his purpose was to, yeah, share the gospel, to reach these people, but his calling was mm -hmm. to continue being that businessman. Yeah and to reach those people. And I think sometimes we have such a narrow mindset of what a calling should look like. We maybe only think of the fivefold ministry gifts that are talked about in the Bible and Ephesians and- Which are? Ephesians, evangelists, apostles, pastors, teachers, and prophets. I believe that's in Ephesians. And so it's, yeah, it, those are kind of like a fivefold ministry gift that are sent to minister to the church but there's so many different callings that we have in our lives that maybe people in the sports field or sports ministry would never enter into a church so we need people that are willing to be in that sphere of influence and to activate their calling or activate their purpose in that specific place that maybe other people wouldn't reach i think that's so true i would really agree with that one time I had someone say to me, oh, I, you know, you should be able to live your purpose out anywhere that you are. She's like, I can live my purpose out at McDonald's, like working at McDonald's. And she's this amazing woman, like crazy, crazy, amazing woman. And she's like, I don't care where I am, but I can live out my purpose at McDonald's. And I think that's really a huge key is to think wh wherever I am in the world, I could be living out my purpose. So for me to inspire young leaders to discover their purpose, empower them to live in their freedom of their identity, I could be doing that anywhere. I could be some living somewhere in Africa doing that. I could be working at McDonald's up on Vatslavske Namiesti. I could, you know, be doing that back at home, working at the cafe that I used to work at. It doesn't matter or teaching dance. But then when you add that element of calling. So if I believed, OK, I have now I have this calling. God's called me to Zambia and I'm going to live out my purpose there because that's where he's called me to for. And maybe that will change. Maybe that could change. I, I love Alex's question. Can these things change? I think anything can change. Our, our world, our minds, our, everything is so limited. We have no idea what God could do uh, if we say yes. But Which is very interesting, Miranda, because I was thinking if the purpose or the, you know, the calling changes, when do you guys think we can you know, tell that it's actually from God? For example, because 
know, with all the information that's coming these days, it could be your parents, it could be your friends, you know, urging you to go a certain direction. Or maybe you listen to somebody online and you suddenly started feeling, hey, actually, I feel now called to go to a more exotic place. I don't know, something along those lines. So when can you tell you know, when something is actually a calling or if it's maybe just your own opinion? I think when you can tell that you found out your purpose, right? Because, or how do you find your purpose? Because that, that kind of goes hand in hand, right? Because you say, well, I found my purpose. I know what it is and, and I'm living according to it. So then the question is, how do you find it? Or where where lays your certainty that the purpose you just found is the only one for whole life? Sure. To chime into that, um, just to put some personal experience into it, yeah. I think. My identity, missionary kid, I live in Czech Republic. My calling, probably become a missionary somewhere. What is my purpose here? Would be filling in the gaps. I really think that one of the things that I, this is personal to me. It doesn't need to be for you. But for me, important thing was to see the empty things that are in the field that needs to be filled. I think it's one of the things that I've been continuously doing that I found my purpose in. Can you so give for, an example? So yeah. for example, um, somebody needed to do worship. I started learning guitar for it. And now I have a purpose in it. Purpose of continuously leading worship in my church, in Youth Praha, because it was a, it's something that I didn't want to do, but it became my purpose through the empty space that was continuously there. And I felt really bad because continuously, if I valued what I value, I think it's very, very important when it comes to purpose. It's like, I value the kingdom of God. I value people of God. I value continuation of the church. Then in those places, I found continuous purpose on giving worship. I found continuous purpose of doing graphic design because those things were a thing that I couldn't do before. But because I was striving to fill that void and find, and by filling that void, I found my purpose in a lot of the places that I've been. So I would see that for me, it worked best to look back at my values, look at what I consider the most important in my life goal, in my location, in my surroundings, and seeing where I can be the one who can help out that cause. I think that's very interesting, yeah, because you um, you were filling a gap based on what the need was, right? And again, I really like that attitude because that means you are more like saying, yes, okay, I'm ready to help where I'm needed. And... I'm willing to learn or go outside my comfort zone um, just to serve in that manner. I find that to be very, very admirable. Uh, and it brings me back to the point of, you know, general purpose is something that personally, from my side, I like to think about is where, I'm at, where I am at at the moment. Am I able to make a difference? Whether it's in the lives of people or in the lives or of, 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 of the this, of this city, am I able to make a difference? Um, am I making myself available? And um, if I see myself making a difference, whether it's like by inspiring people or by, you know, helping them. Amy was saying earlier, like some businessmen, are you able to make a difference? Yes, you can. You know, you can either give them time, you can give them money financially or, you know, emotional support, all sorts of things. That's why missions like is actually everywhere. It's not just as a pastor. 
it's not just as um i don't know a worship leader there's many different ways a person can make a difference um and that's where the individual talents of each of us comes in you know god made each of us different in that way you know i i really love that question because it you know puts us on like a, a spectrum a big stage because through the course of time also i've learned that uh, i've also met a lot of people that i could see they were not thriving on what they were doing and they were not being pleased so they wanted to move and you could tell that that move was not from god it was a personal thing and that question you asked so that's why i said the question is really important and valuable because when do i learn to know that like somebody said i think it's someone i met recently oh i want to move to somewhere close to the sea i love the sea and i think it's my yeah and i was like because i was once listening to a man of god and he said if you cannot affect lives with christ where you are don't think you can do it in korea because it will be more difficult when you get there and if this place you know or you knew or you have come to become familiar with you cannot do anything here you'd be a bigger failure where you're going to but most times we tend to want to run away when we are stared with difficulty and also that stuff you said that was it you that said it Miranda that you know we can make an impact wherever and that led to your example of maybe if he was in the business world because sometimes we when we look into the scripture we often want to close our minds and just find what we want you know god called moses out of uh, out of being a shepherd being a shepherd of people so maybe i can leave my job and go and like brother when you get broke don't blame god you know because daniel was a success in politics he didn't have a congregation he was one of the greatest scientists of his time one of the wisest aid to the king at his time he didn't have a church he didn't have a congregation he was just a person he was always mingling with the four guys shedrach mishak yeah yeah so he didn't have a congregation but he had a book in the bible you know so when you look at more people like this i think uh, abraham was also someone like this he didn't have a congregation he didn't have a church but god used him in his own way and he pioneered something new he didn't have to you know go into full time something to make a difference and this puts it you know into light with what i think tl osborn said he was he said walk on being not on having so i say that again walk on being being mm. not on having for with what you are you will have and not just walking through the world but impacting the world with the investment in your personality meaning you need to start where you are don't with what you have you yeah know. with yeah. what you mm. have and where you are don't try to become when you've not practiced enough Thank you all for listening to today's podcast. If you guys liked what you heard, please leave a review and a comment if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. This really helps other people find us and enjoy listening to all of our banter and hopefully discovering something. 
You can also find us on social media platforms by looking up Youth Praha. As always, feel free to send us an email at youthpraha at icprog.cz with any questions or if you'd just like to connect with us. We look forward to hearing from you.